You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Welcome to the Essential Apple Podcast, your home for news, views, security stories, technology, and all sorts of other related chit-chat that catches our attention. I was just going to say, the two others I would like to see progress in and and finding a cure or a treatment is for Parkinson's and muscular dystrophy. Yes, muscular dystrophy is a terrible, terrible disease. Yeah, my sister had that. Yeah, it's an awful disease. Yeah, I... I I used to... Back back in the day, I used to read New Scientist. um, Mm. Well, bits of New Scientist. Um, what amazes me is how how many discoveries are being made on oh, a yes. daily basis. It's it's, it's remarkable. It's, in medicine, particularly, it's, it's racketing forward at unprecedented rates. It really is. And uh, and the fact that we've all had this COVID, it's brought together the power of um, bringing together lots and lots of people to investigate things. Yes, on, it has on a, on a massive scale. You know, virology is, is a, a good and, outcome. It's just mm-hmm. great. You yeah. know, virology, epidemiology, um, a whole load of other things. Um, I mean, I remember the, when um, I remember when I was young. You know, yeah. there used there used to be collection boxes outside shops for you know put a penny in for the you know the polio crippled child and whatnot. I mean, polio. Oh yes. Yeah, long gone, you know, long, long gone. Um, it's yeah. Sadly, the sadly the effects for those who did get it are still. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, those those <laughs> but, those who uh, had it, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. It could be. We've anything. got a, we've got a lady. We've got a lady at church at the moment who's really struggling health yes. wise, and and it's all as a consequence of her polio when she was young. Yes, I mean, you know, it uh, was a devastating disease, but yeah, what. Well, they're, they're just thinking the, the other ones, the other two I'm thinking about, we need breakthrough with is uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Definitely, that's, that's oh, four. Yeah. Needs, needs some some success. My, my father is showing really quite severe signs now of mm. Alzheimer. Um, oh dear, I'm sorry to it, hear that. It's uh, you know difficult I mean, to deal with. He's not. He's not. You know, lost it. But I went to see him the other day. No, I know what you mean. And he, yeah, he, I know what he, you mean. He, he told me suddenly the, you find that the he told me the bomb. same story about his grandfather clock, you know, four times in an hour, and it was like, yeah, you just told yeah, me that, Dad. Yes. I, I, there's a la- there's a lady who goes to our churches just the same. She'll come over to me and she'll say, "Oh, hello, how's your sister?" And I'll say, mm. "Oh, she's okay, thank you. I'm seeing her on Sunday." And she says, "Oh, lovely." And then <laughs> ten minutes later, she'll come over and say. Hello, how's your sister? sister yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Isn't it? I mean, no, yeah. this is nothing really to do with our show, but what the hell, we're wandering all over the place. And apparently a lot of our listeners like it when we wander all over the place. So um, so they say. So they say. So yeah. they tell us. I, um, I, I, I was a carer. Uh, yeah, and it's a, it's, yeah. A, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. disease. And um, my biggest problem 
to be honest. And I know several people have talked about this in the in the Slack channel, but my biggest problem is me and my sister have been both trying to badger my mum to get dad diagnosed and maybe on yeah. whatever pre- preventative drugs he can have to mm. either slow the progress or stop it getting any worse. And yes. my mother always makes excuses about why she can't do such a thing. Uh, and Perhaps she just, just doesn't want to face it. She does not. And as my wife yeah. said to me, right, my wife said to me, it's because she's the man she's been in love with for the last, you know. Oh, absolutely. And she yeah. does not want to admit to the fact that he's beginning to suffer from dementia. It's something that terrifies her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she doesn't want to face up to it. So for all the right reasons, she's trying to cover up from him for him and pretend it's not happening. But for all the other right reasons, my sister and I are trying to push her to say, you need to get him diagnosed so he can get on whatever preventative medicines are available before he gets worse. Yes, because they can the, slow it down, can't they? The very yeah. thing she fears... She's actually making worse by ignoring, if you know what I yeah. mean. And it's, it's hard, t- isn't it? You know, when it's your family, yeah. it's my. You know, he's my dad, and he's mm-hmm. still he's still pretty much all there, but he's getting a bit repeating himself, and sometimes he can't find the right word. And I'm keep saying, "Mum, you need to get him to see the doctor because there are drugs they can give him to stop it getting any worse." And then she's always, oh, I've been yeah, having well, trouble. Find, I've been having trouble finding the right words for the last twenty years. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Is haven't we all? Of? Haven't we all, mate? But you know, that might. <laughs> I, I is he aware to, yeah. of um, Simon? Is he is he aware of? Um... Yes, he is. Because the other day I took him to the hospital, and this is the thing that really triggered it for me. Is he said to me, Simon? Sometimes I have periods when I cannot remember what the bloody hell I'm doing. And he said, I said, yeah. well, we all have that, Dad. You know, you go in the other room and then can't remember why you went in there. He went, No. Your mum no. says to me, you know, go in the kitchen and bring me you know, a yogurt, let's say, on a random thing. And he says, I go in the kitchen, which yeah. is like literally like 10 paces from his chair. And he says, and then I open the fridge and I realise I have got absolutely no bloody idea why I'm standing there. And yeah, it, and sounds, like, like, you know. it sounds like uh, your dad's actually needing to say to your mum, I need help. I need help, yeah. And I'm going to have to get on to my sister and me and her are going to mm. have to badger mum. Of course, the whole COVID thing was a brilliant excuse for my mum, I hate to say. No, yeah, of course. Oh, I can't yeah. see a doctor, can't do this, can't do that. Um, and I know why. She's frightened to admit that he might no, of course have... she is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's quite understandable. It's, I, a, it's a terrible... I've never had to deal with it, but I know lots of people. I know lots of people who have family who are, mm. are the same. Uh, and it affects people so differently. Um, yeah. So uh, we've got a chap at uh, church whose his wife has dementia. Um, I'm not sure whether it's Alzheimer's as well. I'm not it sure. It doesn't matter. There, there, anyway, there's several um, different types on there. It doesn't matter. There, yeah. Uh, but but he says that she's, on the whole, she's happy in her little world. Mm. And, he, and sometimes she's still there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just occasionally yeah. she's still there. Uh, but but she is happy with it, whereas um, we've got another family who uh, where her 
husband's in care, and uh, he gets quite quite angry about everything, really. Yeah, because and he doesn't that, understand that what's be very going difficult. on. Cause it, well, yes, and, and it's quite different to his the way he was as a man. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, it's rough. It can be very, well, I feel very for I feel for everyone who's having to, to deal with it because it, it's, yeah, a, it's a difficult you know, disease. It really it's, is. A, it's depending on how it goes and what type of dementia it is. You know, some people, like my dad, right, he appears yeah. to be losing basically his short-term memory. So yeah. he will tell me the same story half a dozen times. He will ask me the same question half a dozen times. And you just have to be patient and explain, you know, whatever yes. question he's asked you again. But, you know, if you ask him about, so what happened when, you know, tell me that story about when you, you know, won the won the cup at Zandvoort at the, you know, NSA Spreet sprint meeting in 1962 or whatever and he'll tell you perfectly because he remembers that absolutely perfectly um yes almost almost photographically sometimes yeah you know my understanding is that their memories of past things and become it, even more vivid and it, it depends on what type of dementia they have some people it destroys all yes. of their memory which is horrible they become completely yeah. lost and scared and have no idea what's going on, which is horrific. Some people mm. retreat into their past. Um, I watched a program about a dementia hospital. I know this has got nothing to do with the show, but whatever. It may or may not make it in. Um, where they there was they said, right, we don't keep telling people they're wrong, yeah, or we don't yeah. complete keep reminding people. They say, where's my wife? <clears throat> Instead of saying, don't you remember, she died five years ago, like we don't do that, right? Because that just distresses yeah. them. What we say is, oh, she's gone down the shops, right? Or whatever they want to go along with. And there was a guy there who was always looking for his dad, right? And he mm -hmm. said, where's my dad? Where's my dad? And he said, his dad died when he was 16, right? And he's, you know, like yeah. 78, but he's dementia. Now he's still looking for his dad. <clears throat> So he says, what we always say to him is, you know, they found out where his dad worked and whatnot. So they just say to him, well, he's at the factory because he worked at Triumph or somewhere, right? So he says, he's in the factory. Right. Yeah. He's in the factory. Well, when's he coming back? Oh, he's probably doing overtime. They're very busy. Yeah. And they said to just keep talking to him like that all the time. Yeah. And he'd say, well, yeah, but when's he coming back? Well, a bit later, you know, have your tea, Brian, you know. You know, <laughs> yeah. oh, where's me dad? Where's me dad? He should be back by now. Well, he's probably doing overtime. Why don't you go to bed? And that's just how they deal with it. And they said, I know it sounds strangely cruel and yet amusing to those of us who don't have to deal with it. But they said, oh, yeah. when some of the people get confused and want to run away, we've got a fake bus stop, right? I know this. Uh, all right. Yeah. We've got a fake bus stop outside the outside the home, right? So if some of them try and decide to leave for whatever reason, they go outside and they go, you know, because they've obviously got dementia of some kind and are confused, they will tend to go out, you know, even if they've packed a suitcase or whatever and think they're going to back home or to their daughters or wherever. They go out and they stand at the bus stop and they say, we leave them there for about 40 minutes and then we go out and we say... Oh, bus ain't coming, is it? Yeah? Why don't you come back in and have a cup of tea? Maybe try tomorrow. <laughs> and that seems like weirdly twisted, but they said they don't get that so distressed that way. They go out and they mm. wait for a bus yeah. that doesn't come. Mm -hmm. And then somebody, the staff will come out and say, oh, bus hasn't turned up. 
Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Come back in and have a cup of tea. Maybe we'll think about getting the bus tomorrow. And I said, it's much less distressing for the people because yeah. they just think they've decided they're going to leave and they go out and nothing happens and then they go back in and, you know, for most of them, by the morning, they've forgotten they ever wanted to leave. But, you know, it's... it's yeah. True. It was a it was a very interesting documentary where this care home had said we've instituted this policy of not trying to be combative with the people with yes. dementia. We're trying to we do what we can without tricking them most of the time to just not upset them. So deflect. Yeah. It was all like deflection, you know. Yes. I, yeah. you know, deflect, deflect. And try and keep them happy in their little space and it was it was a very moving documentary i mean i was you know i shed a tear at the end because there were people and i think at the end of the documentary one of the people who was in the documentary had died you know they were like oh sorry Mm. brian's passed away in the night kind of thing but it was a yeah it's a horrible disease and uh, so are so many others you know as you say Jim. It's, it's yeah. not something. It's not something I could watch. Um, I mean, I've got an old. I've got an old film here about years ago, still on the still on the wrapper, mm. and it was a, a film I had on um, uh, videotape, and I bought the CD, the, the DVD, you know, to replace it. And mm. uh, it's still wrapped in the, the plastic because I w- I can't watch it. And what is it? What is it, Jim? Dri- driving this Daisy. Oh, Driving Miss oh, Daisy. Oh, yes, I've seen Driving Miss Daisy. A wonderful film. Yeah. It I is. Watch it. You can't watch it. It is one. I, I think you might find that you would actually enjoy it because it's not mm. It's not as upsetting as many people think. It's mm. actually yeah. very kind and respectful. It's much, more, it's much more about the relationship, isn't it, between yes. Miss yeah. Daisy yeah. and her driver <clears throat> than it is anything else. Yeah. Yes, it is actually much more. And also, of course, the fact that she's a elderly white woman and he's a, you know, a black man. So there's an awful lot of stuff in it yeah. about um, mm. the kind of civil rights movement, not in a active way, but just about, you know, her attitude to black people at the start and her attitude mm-hmm. to black people at the end. Have you ever read To Kill a Mockingbird, Jim? Yeah, that's right. I've got it, uh, but I haven't read it. I've, I've seen the film. Film's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, well, you should yeah. read the book because there's more in the book, and mm-hmm. um, there are several interesting facts in the book. Like there's uh, the bit about Boo Radley, who, you know, at mm-hmm. first they were like, he pisons the nuts, you know. No, he doesn't pison the nuts at all. He's just a you know, socially anxious, withdrawn person who doesn't come out of his house. Mm. Although, you know, he forms a relationship with the narrator, Scout. There's the thing about her older brother mm. and the woman who's dying of cancer and is um, addicted to morphine. Um, obviously, there's the main thrust about the black man and, you know, um, and the lawyer. It's a really... There's much more in the book than there is in the film, even mm-hmm. though the film is brilliant. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, not telling you what to do, but if you've got the book and you've never read it, it's worth a read. It's not. Oh, a I've very, got a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a long read, and it's there are some funny parts in mm-hmm. it as well. I mean, there's the guy who's considered mm-hmm. to be the town drunk because he sits in the. There's a black man who sits in the town square all the time. Yeah, with his with his uh, bottle in um, a brown bag. So everybody thinks he's a drunk. Um, and I won't spoil it for you, but 
I suppose it's a tiny mm-hmm. spoiler, but it's flagged up plenty of times in the book. At the end, when Scout is talking to him, he says, do you want a drink? She goes, I can't drink that. It's alcohol. And he goes, no, it's not. It's just Coca-Cola. I just put it in a brown bottle so everybody thinks I'm a drunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's an elderly black man and he likes to sit in the square and he goes, oh, I just put my Coca-Cola in a, in a brown bag a so everybody of, thinks I'm a, a drunk. Bit of a rebel. And yeah. then they leave me alone. Well, it's basically because he says, then they leave me alone because they think if I'm a drunk, I might oh, be right. violent. Yeah. They leave me alone. Nobody nobody comes near me, <laughs> which is interestingly funny and yet also a sad comment, isn't it? That, you know, no white, yeah. no white people like will approach him and harangue him because they think if, they think if he's a drunk, he might be violent. So therefore they don't, they just leave him alone. But that's the whole of Kill a Mock- To Kill a Mockingbird. It's all about prejudices and misconceptions mm-hmm. and all the rest. Oh right, I've never, I've never read it. I must admit, it's, it's uh, worth I it. seen the film either. Well, um, the film is called what's it called? Twelve Angry Men. Is that the film? No, Greg? well, you you thought this is the book. No, well, the book the, is the, To the, Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, uh, the, the, the movie is the same name. Oh, is it? Okay, there's another oh, film. Right. Yeah. There's another oh, film. They, they, Called Twelve Angry the, the, Men. You're thinking about the um, the, the jury film. Yeah. Okay. Where anyway, it's they're, Greg... all, they're all going to convict a guy. Uh, yeah. Bar yeah. this one shot. Yeah. Um. And he talks him around. Yeah, Greg. That's a good Greg... film. Yeah. But um, Gregory Peck plays um the lawyer, doesn't he? In um, To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Gregory Peck. I remember the book because I had to study uh, it at school, so you know. But oh, the, great read. The, yeah. The the, the Twelve Angry Men. That's not going to pick it's um... No, that's something else. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, conf- what's his I'm, name? I'm confusing the two. Don't worry about it, Jim. Mm. You know, I'm going to have to do some serious editing of this mess, and I've got never. Whatever. I'm already. Up, I'm already up to two hours twenty-five on my. Uh, yeah, my uh, recording uh, before we started. Recording. Yeah, well, I. Two twenty-eight. I started recording at the start, but. Never mind. We'll, we'll, you know, I'll dig something out of it somewhere along the line. Yeah, I got two hours twenty-seven. <laughs> so you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll dig something out of it. Whatever. I might, I'll, you know, I'll totally drag, good. drag some of it off into the after show and just go. Yeah, right. We've rambled on. Well, you, you, you were asking about the fire alarms. I've sent you a link in Slack. So all right, thank you, mate. If you want to put it in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But cute. you're right. It's, it's do, you, do you want to do any more of these? You, Sorry, no. Go on, Nick. I was just going to say, do you want to do any more of these stories? Or are we going to wrap up? No, we're going to wrap up. Sod it. You know. Well, hang on. What we got left? We haven't got much left, have we? Yeah, you just uh, had to see where five G is available. Oh no, that's bloody not important. And what's the other one? Um, and oh, it's the hipster. Didn't we talk? No, about no, that we last talked week? about that's that's left over from last week. That's oh, left right. over from last week, so that's dead. Um, no, how to see where 5G if you, is. If you want, no, Bob, cod, cobblers to that. Okay, I'm going to give you a TV documentary. Uh, as, um, oh, I'm losing, losing the words now. <laughs> the brain's befuddled. Uh, a recommendation. <laughs> uh, if you get, can get it, go into Britbox. You can get a seven day free trial and cancel. Uh, if you can find the the, the, the documentary about Jerry Anderson, uh, very interesting. Oh, is that very, good? Very, very which, informative. Which, which one is and... it? Which one? What was it called? Because if it's called Super Marionation, oh, I've seen it. 
No, no, no. There's an actual Jenny Anderson documentary. Oh, uh, right. well, made by could... his son. Oh, all right. No, that's not the one then. Because I there was um, a documentary called Super Marionation, and it was free mm. for a week on. I don't know it was normally uh, it was on Amazon or somewhere, and it's normally like six quid or something to watch it. And they made it free for no. some, some anniversary week, and I watched it, and it was bloody incredibly interesting because it was Jerry Anderson and, and Sylvia and all the puppeteers talking about how they started out and how they did the the sim, you know, and and obviously clips of the very early ones, which are obviously just puppets, and how they worked yeah. onwards and onwards to, and and how the a lot of the puppeteers said oh we hated captain scarlet because making the puppets incredibly humanoid yeah where they didn't have big heads and whatnot became incredibly hard to do and uh like they really hated doing captain scarlet apparently because as puppeteers it was incredibly difficult but they were all a team and they'd been together for years. So they just all, you know, it's all a thing about how they built the studio and where they lived and bloody fabulous. It's called Super Marionation. Yeah, well, th- this is Jenny Anderson, A Life Uncharted. Oh, right. um, it, 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 it's, it is out in limited, um, you know, there's, there's certain cinemas are showing it. Mm. But if you go into Britbox, right. you can see it for free. Um, you get a seven-day trial and then cancel it. But it, was, it, it touches on the at the end on dementia, Alzheimer's. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's a very good wee documentary. Yeah. Oh, didn't have way, an easy life. No, by the if way, want, um, I was going to say, by the way, yeah, both of you on, recommended um, Life of Ptolemy Gray. Picard. Oh, Ptolemy, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. No. That was bloody good. I really enjoyed that. I yeah, know it's it was a good. Yeah. load of nonsense, oh. but it was still good. I think the second yeah. season will look into the uh, court cases. I've got a feeling that's where that's going to lead. Uh, but that was yeah. certainly good, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it ended, didn't it, with his, yeah. well, his daughter or whatever saying, guess I'm going to have she, to fight mm-hmm. because she wants yeah. to bloody... When she found out he's worth, like, you know, two million. Mm-hmm. Now, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. take take what he's given you and be grateful. Nah, I'm going to and... fight you for it. And the other one is the um, Slow Horses. Look forward oh, to seeing that. Oh, Slow Horses. Oh, yeah. Bloody I thought hell that was, like. Yeah, that was very good. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, I enjoyed that. I wasn't sure at the beginning, but yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I tell you well, something else as well. Uh, Carl mentioned this during the week um, on his show, and I've been having a play with it. Um, Xbox, you can you can stream Xbox games. Yeah, there's on a... your iPad. Streaming thing, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Uh, it's it's one it's $1.99 for the first month. So if you want to try it out, yeah, $1.99 for the first not, month. Not my bag. You, you probably honest, need a yeah. You need a. Uh, I, I quite like console games. Um, you do need a uh, a controller that will work yeah. with your iPad. I um, I haven't but, got an iPad. Yeah, and... I was actually I was enjoying it last night because I uh, I was streaming it onto my. I was screen mirroring it onto my projector so mm. i've got it projected up on the wall using it that way that was good I'd, I'd, if, if you it, like to have a little game occasionally like uh, I I, well i'd I'd like to play occasionally but I'd, I'd, i've got a ps4 and i'm quite happy with like just ah right well, i haven't got any ga- I, yeah the only the only gaming machine i've got left is a um oh what's it called uh nvidia nvidia oh, shield. In, oh right okay nvidia no, shield 
I've got I've got a PS4, so, uh, so that does me. My boy's got a PS5. Oh uh, right, yeah, that's PSVR fine. PSVR and a anyway, it's, it's uh, Oculus. I, I pre- and... Yeah, I liked it anyway. Yeah, no, oh, nothing wrong with that. It worked. It... So I'm having a little play just for a month. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know you probably don't have a VR, and there's no reason for you to. But uh, my boy, as a total aside, had this very funny game called Diffuse the Bomb. Yeah. Right. And it, it's hilarious because what happens is one person puts the VR headset on and they can see the bomb. And the other person right. has this very sort of weirdly cryptic manual about how to defuse the bomb. So the person with the headset on will say something like, um, I'm going to do the cut the wires bit. So you try and you have to on the TV, you have to kind of like flick through the pages to cut the wires. Right, but the instructions right. are not simple. They're like, if there are through three blue wires, yeah, like cut the black wire. If there's, you know, two red wires, you should cut the lower red wire. You know, and all it's all yeah. like all cryptic like that. Right. So you can't see the bomb if you're looking at the at the stupid manual, and the person obviously who's looking at the bomb can't see the manual and the manual sounds a clever idea and it's actually very funny as a two-player game because you you know they're trying to describe what they can see and you're trying to decrypt the bloody very twisted up how to defuse it and there's a time limit of course per bomb you know you know you got you got three minutes or something to defuse the bomb and it will say things like if there are two switches on the outside of the case you know, uh, flick the left switch to off and the right switch to on, you know, and all sorts of other weird stuff like that. And it gets more complicated. The more bombs you defuse, the more complica- complicated. The... There's more puzzles. That's a clever idea. It's a very funny don't game. Cut the red one. Yeah. It's a very don't funny... Don't cut the red one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, don't cut the red one. Don't cut yeah. the red wire, yeah. Oh, I d- have I ever told you the story that my dad told me about when he was on national service... Right, there was a bloke he was serving with who was, let's say, not the sharpest knife in the box. And so the um, CO said to him, "I want you, this radio, um, this radar set over here, because my dad was a radar operator in Hong Kong." Oh so, right. So yeah. he said uh, on his national service. So they said to this bloke who was not the sharpest knife in the box, um, "This radar set over here doesn't work properly. So I want you to rewire it." So he did. Wire by wire, quite literally. And my dad said, you can tell how stupid he was because sometimes he'd lay underneath the underneath the set, right, soldering wires on, and they gave you a leather apron to protect yourself, obviously, from blobs of solder, solder yeah. and he'd never wear it. So he'd be under there going, ow, ow, ow. And he'd come <laughs> out with all these, all these red burns on his chest where blobs of solder had come on. So I said, anyway, he wired the whole set, rewired the whole set and got it working. And then they realised that um, he had rewired the whole set in brown wire. <laughs> Every single... He'd just gone down to the stores and got a huge reel of brown just wire. just got some wire. He went down to the stores and got a huge reel of brown wire. And basically, he'd followed every single wire, one by one, and resoldered, you know, cut off the wire at that end, soldered a bit on, follow it all the way around to where it went and soldered it back on. But he said, my yes, dad said... No, no problem with that. No problem with that while it's still working. <laughs> well, that's exactly what my dad said. He yeah. got it working, but God help anybody if it ever breaks down again. Because yeah. they'll, the the, they'll get the wiring diagram. And follow the red wire from the, you know, the bloody display to... They're all brown. 
<laughs> he said he rewired the whole thing in brown wire because that was just how his brain worked. He just went, okay, they told me to rewire it. Right, follow that wire. So I'm going to do it. No, he did. He just, he just... <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful story. <laughs> he rewired Oh, he goes, I guess by the time it broke again, it was probably scrappable anyway. But he goes, God help anybody who had to try and fix it ever again because every wire was brown. Right, shall we wrap right. up? Yeah, because let's wrap up. It, he's calling. Let's just kill it, and I'm going to have to do with some sort of serious editing out of this mess somewhere along the line. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, never mind. It's been it's been a good laugh. What hell? We like a good laugh. Yeah, no, it's been it's been good to talk to you both. Yeah. Oh, the one story I didn't tell you, which I will tell you now, yeah. was, you know, I said about, you know, clearing out clag, right, from your yes. 20 yeah. years of bloody living in a house. So I went in the shed and I started clearing the muck out. There's all the things like, you know, a huge stack of hard drives, which are, ooh, you know, one gig, five gig. <laughs> one which was obviously quite good. I think my first hard, I think my first hard drive was sixty meg. <laughs> my first hard drive was yeah. forty meg, right? And that we paid extra for that because I think at the time the stand was a twenty meg. Anyway, oh right, be, yeah. by the by, but I'd I'd written on one with a big black indelible marker, ten gigabyte, which was obviously <laughs> that was considered a, a huge drive worth saving. Anyway, so I, I dug all them out, and then about a bloody about twenty five bloody CDD slash DVD drives and whatnot. But so I cleared all that out, and then I found all these plastic trugs where, whenever I'd had a piece, obviously whenever I'd had a piece of electronics that had gone wrong, I'd saved the power cord. So right, I've got like a thousand kettle leads and probably five hundred <laughs> figure eight. You know. The the one I yes, three yeah. amp five amp ones, little figure yeah, eight ones, and I was pulling them out, and my mate was going, "Are these worth something?" I said, "Well, technically, if you go to the shop and want to buy one, they're about eight quid each." But I said, "He goes, you're going to save some." I said, "Well, I might save half a dozen, but you know, I've got about five hundred here. <laughs> Just chuck them in the bloody skip, Dan. <laughs> chuck them in the bloody skip, for God's sake." But that's like 20 years worth of hoarding, you know. Every time you get power cords, yeah. well, they're worth something. Put them in a box. And when the box is full, put them in the shed. And when I went in the shed, started pulling I, them out. I had, I had plans, you know, when uh, when I retired. I had plans for clearing out, and I still haven't started yet. <laughs> no, well... I've been yeah. forced into I've been forced into it now, Nick. And, yeah, and now yeah. I find all it's the ho- crap I've hoarded up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's harder when you've got to when you've got no choice. You've just got to get on with it. Well, but, I just no. Actually, yeah. it's not harder. It's actually better because I've just got to do it. Whereas before, I kept thinking I really ought to clear that crap out. But there's always well, yeah. I think I there's think always tomorrow. We do it, don't we? There's always yeah. next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I've got to get on with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh god, I know there's all them hard drives and CD drives and PC power supplies in there. And I pulled them out, and I got two huge plastic trucks full of CD drives, <laughs> DVD drives, and they're probably all like one speed or whatever. You know what I mean? They're bloody ancient. They're yes, like... Yeah. And Dad said, "Isn't this worth some money?" I said, "Yeah, twenty years ago it was. That's why I stored it. Twenty years later, it's just junk, <laughs> mate. Throw it." And he went, "Oh, if you keep some of it long enough, maybe it'll be collectible." And yeah, I ain't got time to keep it that long. 
it's when you go through your cup, your weed drawers and things, and you discover you've got SD cards for the camera. Oh, one gig and t- one gig and two gig. Mm. <laughs> That's right. I, mean, yeah. I, I threw it a one gig because it, it finally you know got corrupted, and I've, I've got a two gig on here. I've no idea what's on it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I certainly can't use it. <laughs> I, 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 for a long time, I had a sixty-four megabyte um, USB stick, megabyte, not gigabyte, mm. megabyte, mm-hmm. and it looked like a Ronson razor. Right, it looked like a, a Ronson electric shaver, yeah. And I, yeah. I kept it for years and years on the grounds that it was just funny to say, People, look at this, this is a 64 megabyte USB stick, and that was worth a lot of money a few years ago. Now it's just a piece <laughs> of shit. I've, I've got floppy disks in the, in the in the the spare room alongside the, the Macintosh, I have, yeah. Yeah, oh, I've I found still a, got some old floppy disk hanging I found, somewhere. I found a copy of Claris Works One in the shed, <laughs> and Dan was like, <laughs> oh, right, "I yeah. was almost like maybe I could sell this as valuable." And it's like, just chuck it in the skip, Dan. <laughs> chuck it in the skip. Break in the All skip. Right. And he goes, "I goes, I goes. Some of this stuff's probably collectible." He goes, "Is it?" I said, "I ain't got time to worry about it. Throw it away. <laughs> Throw it away." Yeah, you know. Th- what what's what's this what's this wooden thing here? Oh, it's only an apple one. Throw it away. <laughs> Throw it away for God's sake! Yeah. Anyway, yeah. lads, right? Time's getting right. on. We ought to knock off, dummy. So, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'll add some times. other. I'll add some other guff later. Never mind the wrap up and whatnot. Sod it. <laughs> right, yeah. I'll, I'll call it a massive ramble on or something. Yeah. <laughs> Not much to do with apple. Oh, I don't know. We had about an hour in the middle where we were talking about Apple stuff. Yeah, so there's some. Sim- there's, I think some serious editing might be needed, or maybe I'll gather some of it up into a. Oh, you know, we'll give you plenty of time then, Simon. No hurry. <laughs> well, we're, we're at two. We're at two hours forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be a bonus show of nothing to do with Apple, just the just the boys having a laugh. All right then, guys. I'll see you later. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. You know what you say. Uh, you, you know what they're saying out? No, no, I can't be bothered. No, no. Too much now. Uh, <laughs> I need a wee as much ah. as anything else. <laughs> oh, well. All right, see you later, guys.